Welcome to this edition of the Black Tree Diaries Madcast. I'm Garrett Carr. He's Clay Sourty. Clay, how are you? I'm great. Uh, ready for Big Ten Championship Week. Uh, glad to be back on the air. And uh, looking forward to uh, the action in Bloomington this weekend. Yeah, is, is it really the air, though, since we're just recording this and it's not live? Still counts. Okay. Uh, but, but speaking of live, uh, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but it does uh, sound like that in St. Louis uh, we will be doing some stuff uh, live there at, at, at the NCAA Championships. Yeah, we'll uh, start to, to uh, roll that stuff out for you guys in the coming weeks, trying to talk about our plans for um, the NCAA tournament as, as that gets a bit closer. And uh, it's yes, close. Have, have, some, two weeks. have some neat ideas for you guys coming out. Yeah, so Clay and I will both be down at uh, the NCAA Championships in St. Louis, um, putting out lots of content. Uh, and hopefully, Black Shoe Diaries will be your uh, go to source for everything Penn State wrestling that weekend. Um, of course, Clay, this weekend, um, Penn State is going to. Uh, compete for the Big Ten Championship uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, but first, I just wanted to give a thanks to uh, all the listeners. Uh, last week's episode was our most downloaded episode yet, um, with uh, over 2,500 downloads, um, and that's not counting uh, that's not counting anything that comes on iTunes. Uh, they, they don't give us stats. So thanks to all the listeners for uh, helping the podcast grow. Yeah, it's been a fantastic ride so far this year. Um, obviously, the team makes it pretty easy on us, always gives us a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but it's fun to be able to, to interact with some of you guys, both in the comments sections, over Twitter, on the message boards, and just kind of share our thoughts on Penn State Wrestling because I know how passionate everybody is about, about the team. Yeah, uh, so keep it going, and uh, you know we're going to be putting out lots of content coming up, but... Uh, you know, let's go to the Big Ten Championships uh, this weekend. and uh, We're recording this at, in the afternoon on Wednesday. Um, so the, the final brackets aren't out, but, um, you know, the pre-seeds are out. You know, it's, it's going to stay pretty close to, uh, you know, to what it is. Um, so, you know, let's start at 125 here. Uh, this show could, could be longer than normal. Not really sure. Um, but, but... Let's start at 125, and uh, Penn State has uh, quite the situation at 125 pounds. Yeah, um, as you mentioned, pre-seeds are out. Um, should hold, assuming no no wrestlers either can't go for weight issues or skin checks or injuries. Um, on the topic of injuries, obviously, uh, Penn State's Nick Soriano comes in with the the two-seed at 125, um, eight-seeded wrestlers, which means six unseeded guys. Um, dealing with the ankle injury sustained against Oklahoma State, and uh, a game game time decision, according to uh, head coach Kale Sanderson, correct? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we'll know a little bit more tonight on the coaches. Well, I don't know. I should say that Kale will say something tonight on the coaches' show on the subject because someone's going to ask him a question, whether I mean whether he says anything or not. Uh, but yeah, so I, at this point, that's what Coach Kale said on Monday. Um, yeah, so the Big Ten is going to get seven bids at 125 pounds. Um, you know, as far as Siriano, I think Clay and I have talked about this uh, off the air. Probably the likeliest scenario at this point is that he takes to the mat 
for a match, and then win or lose, injury defaults out of the tournament. That that seems to be the most likely scenario. Yeah, um, right now, as we mentioned, Suryan would be the second seed. Um, no idea whether he'd be drawn into to one of those first-round matchups or whether he would have a bye. Um, I believe that those wrestlers are randomly drawn in. Um, his, his He could be looking at a matchup with Indiana's uh, Elijah Oliver in either that first or second second matchup. And Oliver's a guy who, who kind of has been on the verge of, of a top-20 ranking the last couple of years. Uh, a pretty quick uh, athletic guy. So not the type of guy you want to see if you're dealing with a serious ankle injury. I tend to think, and it, my understanding of the rule is that, is that Nick doesn't have to complete a match. He just has to, to wait no. and take to the mat and, and can injury default from there. And I, I think um, that might be what we see regardless of who his first-round opponent is. Now, honestly, unless Penn State's confident that he's at 100% or within even like maybe 95%, I don't see a scenario where it makes sense to do anything else. No, I don't either. I agree. I mean, you're not you're not really protecting that much seeding um, because you know you have to think even if he defaults out, the the lowest he's going to drop is to three. You 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 think, um, you know, if Joey Dance were to win the AC tournament, which he should, though he has had his struggles in tournaments before, and. Um, you know, Dance could pass him if Nick doesn't wrestle this weekend. But it doesn't really change any much. I mean, it changes something. But it doesn't really change much for the NCAA tournament. You're still wrestling the same guy in the semifinals. Um, and, you know, if Nick's healthy enough for where it matters. Anyways, NCAAs, he's probably, I mean, the, the six and seven guy aren't going to bother him. Yeah. So, um, looking at Dance, I believe, uh, if I recall correctly, I think Dance has two losses on the year. I know he has at least one to... Um... Darian Cruz of Lehigh, and I believe there might be a second loss in there. Um, yeah, I, that, that sounds right. And given the fact that um, Soriano's only loss has come, I mean, not counting the injury default, I, I don't believe that'll be held against him. Um, only loss has come to, to Gilman, unless they're really, really concerned with, with his weight, or not with his weight, uh, with the injury. I, I honestly don't think he'll drop anywhere below the, the two seed. Um... So I don't see any reason why it would make sense for Penn State to throw Soriano out there, risk injury again, when, I mean, the big prize is coming to the winner of the national tournament in St. Louis. Yeah, and just to clarify, Dance only has one loss on the season. It's just the one loss um, to, to Cruz? To, to Cruz, yeah. We, we also um, saw, saw Soriano, I believe, earn the major decision over Cruz. So if head-to-head, I yeah. mean... If I mean, I would, be, I would be surprised or really mad if, if Soriano injury defaults and Dance wins the seat and, and, and he gets the two seed. I mean, that's not like I, that's like I wouldn't be like that upset about it if, if that were to happen. I wouldn't think he'd be getting super chip. I think I think that's a fair thing to happen. We've we've certainly seen more egregious seating issues than than Soriano dropping to three. The one nice thing, at least for the Big Ten is that if Soriano drops out, he's, I mean, barring something insane, Someone else get, is gonna guar- get a guaranteed a wild card, which means there's going to be eight guys heading to the NCAA tournament rather than seven. Yeah. Unless some, another, I mean, you could see as many as two wild cards maybe there. Get a ninth guy yeah. on, on what happens. Yeah, because obviously for those who don't know, you know, the only people, the not, the only people that get into the tournament aren't just those that qualify 
Um, you know, in the automatic spots, there are a number of wild cards depending on the weight. Um, and, and obviously, Suriano is going to get a wild card spot at 125. No question. Uh, Suriano is kind of the poster child for what the wild card spots were created for. Yeah, and uh, again, barring I, th- I think it's it's pretty much made for guys who who might underperform at the tournament or have an injury at the tournament or have anything that would keep them from collecting a spot where otherwise they've been excellent throughout the season, and there's no debate there regarding Suriano. So, now, the one thing it does make interesting that if Suriano, well, I mean, he has to wrestle of some kind this weekend, but him being in the tournament still at the two seed means that Gilman is going to get that rematch with Lezak, probably, though Connor Utsi in the five spot, I could see him beating Lezak. But, you know, on chalk, um, Lezak and Gilman, the rematch, uh, the first time Lezak rode him really hard, uh, just about beat him. Yeah, um, I don't know what to make of Ethan Lezak. There have been, for, for five minutes, he looked like a world beater there. And then the next eight minutes or nine minutes or so, that he wrestled against Gilman and then Jose Rodriguez against of Ohio State, where apparently he might have been sick. He looked very, very beatable. So, I, I don't know. I, I tend to think that this rematch might not, there might not be... Yeah. Be much of a match so there. I, I think Gilman is active early and often. I don't think I don't think Lezak projects very well in a tournament setting. I think he could be fine with the, with the right guy. I mean, he obviously um, was it the scuffle, the Southern scuffle. I believe he won and won almost two or three True. matches by, by major decision. Um, True. I, I, I just don't like I, with gas tank so much. Well, we it's, it, that's why it's weird. He didn't. I mean, up until that match with Gilman. He didn't gas. Uh, you kind of wonder whether it was how much of it was mental, and rather than going out and wrestling to win, he was wrestling to protect the lead. And if you do that against Thomas Gilman, you're you're probably going to be SOL. And he clearly was there. Yeah. No. Good point. I don't know. I mean, I that makes. I mean, yeah. He won this couple. I would just think that he's been gassing lately. The tournament. Might not have, have, but I mean, he could also be handling the cut, and, 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 and he's cutting a good bit. You know, he could have been handling that cut better in December than he is now. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting scenario to see which Ethan Lezak shows up because, I mean, he could finish anywhere from, I don't see him being Gilman regardless, but you never know. I guess he could finish anywhere from like first or second to eighth. I mean, yeah, no, uh, nobody else there. In the top eight, look down to Rodriguez at eight, who's already beaten him, is incapable of he's, doing it again. He's probably a wild card kid, though, if he doesn't get a... Oh, absolutely. Uh, right? Absolutely. And I expect he'll qualify. I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah. But you never know. So I think we both have Gilman winning this, though my opinion might be a little different if Nick was healthy. A couple weeks ago, I my, my thought process was that, was that Nick was going to beat Gilman one of the remaining two times they're going to meet this year. Um, obviously, the ankle injury changes that. Um, but I think we're headed to a Gilman-Lambert final, um, excuse me, with, with, with Thomas Gilman winning, um, which I believe will be Gilman's first Big Ten championship. Uh, maybe, I yep. don't know, he might have won it two years ago. You're correct. Over Tomasello. Nope. Oh, wait, did he? Okay. He might have. Uh, but, um... Yeah, things definitely opened up a bit um, with Suriano out of the bracket. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, for a kid like Lezak, uh, or Le- not Lezak, for Lambert, um, it's, uh, it, it really opens up there. I'm just checking right now to see on the Gilman. Uh, no, he took second, yeah. Lost Thomas Ellis? Second, so. Yeah, I've had him then. Yeah. Speaking of Nathan Tomasello, nice little segue here. Um, Unless you have anything more 125, Tomasello, obviously top seed in a loaded, loaded 133 field. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so good. In the the, the top five seeds here for for the Big Ten tournament, um, which is seeded 1 through 14, actually, at 133, uh, top five seeds go Tomasello, Eric Montoya of Nebraska, Corey Clark of Iowa, Zane Richards of Illinois and Stevon Michich of Michigan. I believe of those five wrestlers, each of the five are in the top seven or eight nationally. And yeah, Tomasello, Montoya, and Clark, I believe, make up three of the top four. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a quarterfinal: Zane Richards versus Stefan Michich, which really, I mean, resembles a quarterfinal match at NCAA's. Maybe, maybe a potential semifinal match, yeah, at NCAA's. Uh, it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's an absurd it's a way. It's great bracket. I mean, it drops off after the first five. I yeah, think, uh, sure, it's, it's interesting to see. I'm curious yeah. to see how Mitch McKee does the second time around against against Montoya. But um, that's another guy who you think in a, in a year or two might be uh, a really, really strong guy at that weight. Yeah. Um, so for Penn State, for those that don't know, uh, uh, Kale Sanderson and Pierce has elected to go with Tristan Law um, over George Carpenter for this tournament. Um, people can argue, and people are arguing all day about uh, about you know Tristan or George. Um, I think Clay and I are kind of at the opinion where it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, it's going to be probably a tough couple of matches Not for. Not- for, for whoever whoever goes at that weight, um, I'm trying to to see the bracket in my head, and it's tough because we haven't seen a full bracket. But I'm not sure who who Law I mean, is going to to draw I mean, in, that, in that first in that first match. If they wrestled as a 16 team, uh, as a 16 wrestler bracket, he'll wrestle Clark. And then who would the who would the buys go to? The top two seats, Montoya and uh, Montoya and Nathan. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how how that how that ends up because I know occasionally, like when you're looking at it, you could see Thomasella Montoya wrestle those first matchups because it's an opportunity for early bonus points. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, I think like if, if they only have eight seated, I think they have the random buy. They draw it in. I don't but with fourteen. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I think you're correct. I think it's just seated at sixteen, and they, they give buys to the top two. But I might be wrong. I mean, they could they could drop them in. Which which when you look at that, there's like some winnable matches. Like depending on like I mean I mean there's I mean like Billy Rappa. We could beat Billy Rappa. So um, I mean I don't know. We'll see. I mean he's he's got to get lucky probably twice. I don't luck. I don't, that was harsh. He's got to win twice. <laughs> yeah, which might also. Requires some luck. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it's kind of an added bonus. If, I mean, if he makes it, it's an added bonus. Plus, like, then the thing I think is he even get a score points NCAAs. I don't know. It's like, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, if, if I'm a Penn State fan, I wouldn't get too caught up in what's going on at 133. Yeah. Well, no, because it's. I mean, I was just going to say, like, that it's a fun weight, weight class to watch, but. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, would get caught, I would get caught up in the fandom. I just wouldn't. As you said, get caught up yeah. in Penn State. So who do you think comes? At, who do you think comes on top? Uh, ends up on top. Well, I, I, it's tough to beat. It's tough to bet against Tomasello. Um, he's already won this tournament twice. Um, you know, he. I mean, he. I think he looks like a better wrestler than he did last year. Up away. Um, you know, I got to go with him. But I mean, it's 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 deep. I mean, he's gonna have to beat two studs to do it. Um, I'd be really interested to see. Uh, uh, Amishich, uh Tomasello semi. Um, I don't know if those guys wrestled this year or not, but um, that's a match I would really like to see because um, I think I think Michich is the best, probably the best in neutral out of the five guys other than Tomasello. So I would like to see that match. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, I don't believe that match has happened yet this year, and that's one that I'd be. Very, very interested in seeing. Um, similarly, I'm curious to see how healthy Corey Clark is. I mean, I, I don't know whether it's something where he's just waiting to have surgery and it's not really healing but uh, on his shoulder. But um, I'm interested to see how Clark Montoya goes because I think Clark might be a bigger matchup issue for Tomasello than Montoya is, even though Montoya might be, I mean, equally equally good. I mean, Montoya's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Montoya is really good. Uh, I've been standing Montoya all year long um, on this show, um, but you know, I, I see Tomasello pulling it off here for sure. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just tough to beat against the kid. I mean, he hasn't lost much in his it, career. It's so. going to be very interesting to see how wrestlebacks go out in this one because it, they could have some very very key implications heading into heading into the national tournament. Yeah, no, I mean they should. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think you've got a pretty set, um, a pretty set top, top five. I mean, I it'd be hard to see unless something gets screwed. But but see, the thing is, like, you're not setting two people down to the wrestlebacks out of that top five um, early on. So like, I don't think anyone's going to get screwed like wrestling for seventh in that top five. I, I think that uh, those top five are going to be the top five. Uh, it's just, uh, um, I mean, the, the difference could be the three or four seed at NCAAs as opposed to, like, the six seed at NCAAs, yeah. which, which okay, could yeah, be, I, I mean, given, given how strong that weight is, and there's a tier almost, yeah. at, like, that six, seven area, seven, eight area, where you want to be in that, in that top tier. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, they did wrestle, um, Michich and Nato. Um, at the Vegas Invite, uh, NATO beat up three um, two. Oh, but that like that's a pretty like, impressive. I know we didn't talk about this. I know we didn't talk about this like in the season. But like the Big Ten wrestling dual schedule really stinks, and like Ohio State and Michigan not wrestling each other every year like that's a problem. Yeah, uh, there was actually I believe it was might have been on Jason Bryan's podcast recently, uh, Matt Talk Online when he was talking with with Kale about reformatting the scheduling so that you end up with like an east and a west and then a couple crossover duels and a, a, a dual ter, dual championship where the, the the first place team out of the west wrestles the first place team out of the east yeah it'd be fun 
But um, there, there definitely needs to be more work towards creating high-level duels that we should see each year. I've shared with you what I want, which is a, a tiered system. But I, I mean, I don't think that's going to get passed. But that, in a perfect world, is what we do, where you have the teams split up based on their finish and conference the year before, and those would be the two divisions. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I would imagine the the smaller wrestling schools will, would have some some opposition yeah, to that. Ticked. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be I mean that would be what's best for the league as a whole. I mean, you know, like that. I mean, that means you know, Penn State's going to wrestle Iowa every year, Ohio State every year. Like, you know, all those teams are going to wrestle. I don't know, but that's a that's an offseason podcast, uh, I guess. Uh, let's get back on track here. Um, let's go to 141 pounds. Um, really, uh, another really interesting weight. Um, our Jimmy Goulbon gets a number two seat here um, over Tommy Thorne at three, and then Colton McChrystal at four. Um, Colt McChrystal uh, beat Jim pretty bad, um, but since then Jimmy's looked really good. Uh, Clay, what do you see happening here at 141? I think we both agreed when, when these seeds came out that this was probably one of, if not the best draws that Gullivan could ask for. I mean, we knew he wasn't going to yeah. get the one seed over Arsenal, and I think it's probably best for him to match up with, with if he can get by Gosca, which is no sure thing. Javier Gosca is very tough on top, yeah. very lengthy. Gosca beat him very last gangly. year. Um, if he can get by Gosca, I think Thorne is a much better semifinal matchup than um, a Crystal or maybe even like a Carton or a Pletcher. Yeah, I mean, I think he's I think he's pretty clearly wrestling as the second best wrestler in the conference at this weight right now. Um, I, I I fully uh, I mean it's always tough to speak in absolutes about Jim Gulban, but I expect to see him in the finals on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, there, it's tough to take anything for granted given what we've seen from Jimmy in recent years. But looking at the bracket, I think he would be a favorite in many people's minds to advance to that final and have a rematch from last year's final at 141 against final. Anthony Arsenal. Let's hope it goes a little bit better than that final from last year. Yeah, I think um, even though Jimmy was able to pull some upsets, I think as a whole he's wrestling much better this year. Than he was at yeah. that point last year. Yeah, he he had no chance to get out from bottom last year, really, against Ashnell. I mean, if if the match didn't stop, he he might still be laying there. I, I think again, this, this is probably the best we've seen Jimmy wrestle for an extended period of time since two yeah. years ago when he when he finished yeah, fifth at one thirty three. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, in this weight, uh, the Big Ten is going to get nine bids as well. Um, not as top heavy good as 133, but probably a deeper weight than 133 at 141 here. Uh, I mean, you're looking at a kid like Ryan Deal, uh, the 13th seed right now. I mean, that kid's a very decorated high school wrestler. Was is the only kid in high school to beat Jason Nolf. Um, I mean, that's a talented kid down there at 13. You know, Gaska, um, a good wrestler. You know, has some good wins. Uh, beat Jim last year at seven. A guy like Topher Card, who's wrestling better than he probably ever has in his Hawkeye career at six. I mean, obviously a, a high school superstar, Luke Pletcher at five. I mean, this is a really deep weight that really deserves all all nine bids. 
Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how, how that plays out. Um, I really like Profaci from, from Michigan. Um, he's the type of kid, I believe he might be even just a redshirt freshman, who you've seen improve as he's gotten either rematches with guys or kind of gotten more and more matches and, and not making the same mistakes that, that he made early in the season. Um, we've seen kind of Cole Martin from Wisconsin be able to do some things. I still think as a whole, 133 is probably might, might be the strongest weight. But there are guys who can make some noise down there at 141. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're, even the last scene, Musa Jota, like, I saw him in person, and, I mean, he wasn't bad, I didn't think. I think it really just speaks to the strength of the conference as a whole, that, that they, can, they can put out that many talented wrestlers and kind of have guys that can be competitive throughout. Yeah, I agree 100% there. Uh, so... You know, what are the odds you give Jimmy uh, to beat Ashnell in a final? Uh, I think it's a pretty rough matchup for him. Yeah, I um, agree. I don't it's, think it's, it's impossible. It's one of the matchups at the We'll go uh, probably 15, 10%, 15%, 20% maybe. I, I know it's yeah, a, I was thinking a, 25. A big, dif- a big difference, but I think more often than not, Ashnell takes that matchup. I mean, the one, the, the the only thing I can say is we haven't seen Jimmy wrestling this well and as confident against Ashnell. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if that might make a difference uh, for Jim. But yeah, I mean, expect him to get to the finals. Which, I mean, two months ago we'd have been very happy with Jimmy Goulbon getting to the finals. We would have taken that deal right then. Yeah, um, obviously Th- Thorne's going to be no pushover should he get to the semifinal, but. Uh... I think Jimmy has a good chance and is wrestling very, very well. I agree. All right, uh, let's go to 149 pounds. Um, this weight has only eight seated wrestlers, which means that um, the kid will be drawn to the bracket, and hopefully we get one because then it will just be afraid two team points as Zane pins uh, some unlucky guy. Yeah, um, we can dig into this bracket a bit. But generally, I think it's as simple as unless something goes freakishly wrong, Zane Rutherford's probably going to pin his way into the final and have a very, very intriguing matchup with Brandon Sorensen. Or Micah. I, don't, I mean, I think Micah can beat Sorensen. Uh, the last matchup, uh, I, I thought might, Micah might be a bit closer, and Sorensen kind of controlled the tempo and had his style of master. The score won't show up, but I thought Sorensen was really – Really in control in that in that contest, so it's not but possible. Thing, though, I I, I, I mean, think Sorensen's going to be in that final. A four three win can turn into a five four loss real quick. Yeah, but I feel like we've also been saying that about Brandon Sorensen now for two years, and they. Yeah, but he's lost matches this year. I mean, it's not like this kid's undefeated. Well, the only it's not like he's lost, came into this undefeated. You know, the only matches he's lost is are Zane and Kalika, correct? And oh, and Lugo. Yeah, and, Lugo. And yeah. Pat Lugo. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, the Lugo thing makes it a bit interesting. I didn't think he would lose to Lugo. In fact, I didn't know that I thought that that was going to be all that close. But, I again, I'd favor Sorensen to get to the final. <laughs> I kind of want to see that just because I'm very curious to, to see that match again, to see whether things are a bit different. And, uh, I mean... There are a lot of implications about the health of Zane Rutherford in, in that first matchup. I don't know whether it's the case or not, but I think we might learn something. 
if, if it's close again, I think it says that Sorensen's obviously closed the gap. If it's not, I think it says that there might have been some issue with, with Zane that weekend. So I'd kind of like to see that matchup in the final, but regardless, I think that Zane's going to pin his way to the final. Yeah, well, and it might say something, too, that something still might be wrong with Zane because I can't think of any logical way Sorensen would have closed the gap on him. I mean, Sorensen doesn't seem like that improvement wrestler from last year. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much a two-match a two match weight here. You're to have the semi the uh, the semifinal on the 2-3 side, and then the final are, are going to be, I mean, the matches that matter in terms of crowning a champion. Yeah, and I think you might actually see an interesting matchup between Ken Theobald of, Ru- of Rutgers and Alfred Bannister of Maryland. I actually think Bannister is a, is a very good wrestler, but hasn't wrestled, I believe, since January 15th. Been dealing with some injuries. So that's, I mean, nearly two-month layoff. It's tough to come back in yeah. a Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Zane tentatively will get the winner of that semifinal. Um or, or the winner of that quarterfinal in the semifinals. Um, yeah, Zane, uh, I mean, I, I I hope he was just sick at Iowa. Um, I don't really like Brandon Sorensen that much, to be blunt. Um, so I kind of hope he pounds him. Uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, maybe Sorensen figured something out. Zane's been a little up and down, but it's, it's tough to pick against him, obviously. I think even for, for up and down, I mean, it's, I mean, he hasn't lost. And he's beaten everybody in his way and pinned the large majority of them. So, again, I mean, I mean it's... Been more ups than downs, for sure. It's, I mean, even the downs are like, yeah, this kid's really good. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's a matchup I'd like to see. I mean, I think everyone else at the weight would wish for Zane Rutherford's downs to be their ups. That's, but, I mean, clearly... Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how, how I look against Sorensen. I hope he kills him. I hope it's a repeat of the National Championship match. Um, but uh, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, at, at this weight, the, the Big Ten gets uh, only six bits here, Clay. So the Wrestlebacks, uh, not necessarily – I mean, I, obviously Zane uh, won't be in the Wrestlebacks. But, uh, you know, for some of these other guys, the Wrestlebacks are quite important. Yeah, I think maybe there might be a toss-up between Barone of Illinois and Andrew Crone of Wisconsin. But other than that, I think the top five, barring injury, are pretty locked in. And I really even like Crone for that sixth spot. I'd be very surprised if anyone other than those six took took the six allotments. Yeah, one, 149 kind of cleared out pretty good. Because, um, I mean, with, with Pantaleo from Michigan uh, taking the red shirt here due to injury... Um, I mean, that's another kid. That would, I mean, Pantaleo would have been a top five kid in the country at 149, which would have made the weight look a lot bigger, like if you had, or a lot better. Like, if you had Pantaleo to this weight class, like, you know I mean, it's pretty good weight. I mean, you got four guys who probably ranked inside the top six of the country, so. Yeah, I think, I mean, Pantaleo's out. I believe Jake Short of Minnesota was at 149 last year, and he's up at 157. Yeah. But, um, again, it's just kind of a, I mean, after the top three, it's a pretty big fall off. Yeah, it'd be a real surprise for any of those people to lose before uh, they wrestle each other. But crazy things have happened at the Big Ten tournament, that, that's for sure. So we go to 157. Uh, 157, the top seed, obviously, is our Jason Nolf. Uh, they seeded all 14 at 157. Uh, and they're going to give out uh, nine bids here. Uh, 
157, which is kind of funny because all year long people have been saying about no domination that it's such a weak weight. But, I mean, it's tough to say that when the conference is getting nine bids. Yeah, I, know, I mean, it's not necessarily a weak weight in the conference. It is just a weak weight, I think, nationally. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, so that might kind of skew in, in the Big Ten's favor. Uh, I actually like TJ Rochelle here, the nine seed. So, and, and Danishek, I believe, is a pretty accomplished high school wrestler. But uh, I think similar to to one forty nine, um, you're going to see Nolf kind of have his way with with everybody that he faces until he gets to that final, um, where he's going to. Yeah, he's played with Kemmer the first time. Where he's going to so. either face Kemmer or Berger. Um, I'm interested in seeing Kemmer or Berger three. Kemmer was two and zero over Berger this year, but each of the matches have been pretty close. And Berger's just a fighter. I mean, I, I enjoy watching that kid wrestle. Um, but I don't think there's much out there standing in the way of Jason Nolf. Um, interesting matchup in the quarterfinal between Berger, the three seed, and Brian Murphy of Michigan at the six. But I think yeah. Berger's been wrestling fairly significantly better this year. Uh, owns a pin, a victory by fall over Brian Murphy earlier in the season, I believe, at Michigan. Murphy's an enigma. There are, there are some weekends he'll look really good. Some weekends he's just like not that good. Yeah, Murphy has been very up and down. I just think, I mean, Berger's clearly jumped levels between last year and this year for Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, expect Noel to pile up the bonus here. I mean, you'd have to, I mean, hopefully now it's the postseason, you know, he'll be looking for pins instead of playing with uh, his food a little bit more. Um but, uh, you know, you expect him to pin his way here to the finals probably. At least Tech Falls made the finals here. Um, and then, I mean, he came close to a major against uh, Cameron. And I believe he majored Berger, if I'm correct. Correct. I, I believe you're correct. So, I mean, he could definitely bonus his way through the tournament. I wouldn't be surprised to see him bonus his way through the tournament. I mean, like a guy like Kemmer, it should, in theory, be a little bit more opened up wrestling for a Big Ten championship than he would be in the dual meet. So. An interesting little um, sidebar here. The, the the seeds one through three with Nolf, Kemmer, and Berger could also be your top three seeds. I don't think it's inconceivable that they'd be your top three seeds in St. Louis. Yeah, it's crazy that Berger's going to be the three seed. I mean, not that Berger's bad. He's good. It's just like, holy cow. I mean, last year, I mean, it's computers, but I mean, last year the three seed this way was Jason Nolf. So... Yeah, it's it's definitely cleared out with with Martinez leaving yeah. and Tommy Gant graduating, Miller graduating, uh, Ian Miller graduating. graduating. Yeah. It's very very open weight. Um, other than the behind Dolph, actually, I think Kemmer's even and, done. I think done a pretty good job was, of, of nailing down that that second spot. Was was Palacio down too? I think Palacio was down. Palacio was down, but I don't know if he's going to have the amount of, amount of matches. That, I mean, he'd qualify obviously by by. If he were to win the tournament or finish the top three tournament, but I don't know that he has the quantity of matches or wins that would place give him a high seed, especially when he's going to have to face Jordan Cutler of Lehigh, I believe at one fifty seven. Oh and yeah, I Cutler's think Cutler gonna, might be end of seed and above Berger. Uh, it's possible. I definitely the EIWAs are not. Um, if he wins the tournament, yeah, 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 EIWAs are not a uh, cakewalk. No. Um, all right, so. Again, I said nine bids here. Our, our good friend of the podcast, Jake Ryan, down seated at 11. I don't think they draw this way because it's 14, but I, I could be totally wrong. 
Um, but if they do draw it, I really hope Nolf draws them. <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, that'd be uh, I think day. there are a lot of Penn State fans out there that would like to see that that, that match. Oh, that'd be so great uh, if, if Jason Nolf could draw Jake Ryan. Um, but yeah, so um, I think we both have Nolf winning this. Uh, Kemp Dog taking second, probably. Um, so let's go to 165. Um, definitely the most top heavyweight in the conference, even more so than 133. 133 has like some level of depth. Uh, 165 is uh, it's pretty much four guys. Eh, the rest is not that great. I like 165. Four guys. I don't know. Maybe we're, well, we're on different wavelengths. The committee didn't like it that much. I mean, I think the it's committee really... gives it seven bids. I mean, that's it's not. I mean, it's a decent, but it's not. It's only half the conference. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting talent at 165, but there's definitely, obviously, a clear divide between the top four and everybody else. I mean, that that's the big story going in. I'm a big fan of the freshman Drew Hughes from from Michigan State, um, a couple times state champion, I believe, either out of Michigan or Indiana, um, and really, really good on good on top. Um, yep, maybe he'll beat Ibarn for us. Um, Big fan of Hughes. I think Wanzik's a solid wrestler. Uh, Joey Gunther is a solid wrestler, like in theory. Um, if Joey Gunther, he's probably gonna finish fifth. If, if Joey Gunther believed in Joey Gunther, I think Joey Gunther would be a, a better wrestler. Um, he has a lot, a lot of really nice physical tools, but there's definitely, like we said, a, a clear drop off between the fourth seed where we find Vincenzo Joseph and the fifth seed where, where Gunther is. So we got. Martinez at one, Logan Moss of Michigan at two, Isaac Jordan um, of Wisconsin at three, and Vincenzo Joseph at four. And Garrett, um, we mentioned it when Joseph lost to Jordan in the duel. That was a pretty important important match, right? Yeah, it is. Um, though I, I think I don't know. I I always I tend to think I'd always want to wrestle the top dog in a semifinal rather than a final. Like, if, if, if my goal is just to win the tournament or bust, I mean, obviously, you can't lose to that guy and not take second. But I, I, I don't think it's that necessarily a bad thing to have to wrestle that top guy in the semifinal. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but when I'm dealing... I mean, I'm dealing in a situation where I think Isaiah Martinez is going to win this tournament. I don't think it's going to matter when Vincenzo Joseph faces him. But for a, a seeding purpose, I, th- I think it was more advantageous, well, it was clearly more advantageous for Joseph if he would have beaten Jordan to probably even maybe the two seed, maybe probably the three seed and John Logan Masa, who I think is a bit more beatable. Um, but there's going to be an interesting, I mean, it'll be very, very interesting to see if Chenzo loses to Martinez in semifinal, which I think might happen. That third place match then becomes very, very important. Yeah, but I kind of like, as I, like I kind of like, Senzo, even if he loses this match to Imar, getting getting to see him for a third time in NCAAs. Yeah, again, I think you're a bit more bullish on Senzo's matchup there with Imar than than I am. I am, which, I, which I, is understandable. I mean, I, there, there's no questioning Senzo Joseph's talent. Um, I would tend to avoid, like, to avoid the guy who's the the I think the clear cut favorite to win it all for as long as you can, but. If you think that you're going to beat him or can beat him, maybe you get him early and get and get him out then. Yeah. Here's the question, Clay. I was thinking about this on my walk from class before we recorded this podcast, and I 
didn't want to text and ask you because I wanted to leave it spontaneous for the podcast and hear what we think. Is this tournament directly for the number one seed NCAAs? Among those top four, obviously. Um, so if Senzo well, wins no, this nobody tournament... Nobody else is going to get it. Um, I think it's the four, top four yeah, but, guys in the country. Um, so, so what does the committee do? If Senzo wins this tournament, he beats Martinez, he beats Massa, is he the number one seed? I don't think... I think you have to get... I mean, unless I'm Isaiah Martinez loses twice or loses in a dominant fashion... I, I, don't know. I don't know how you don't give it to Martinez. I mean, you would need some, some freak stuff to happen, I think. Even if... Uh, see... I mean, I, I, I can see both sides of the argument there. I, I think that, the, I mean, if you, if you literally wrestled the top four seeds in a tournament the week before, then you probably should see the one that won the tournament number one. But are you seeding from... from are you seeding based on the conference tournament? Or are you seeding based on the body of work of the whole season? Because Isaiah Martinez well, has the best the body most of work. Important part of the season. The conference tournament's the most important part of the season up until NCAs. I mean, I mean, he he just I don't know. Like for me, he, someone else won the tournament. Like, but you're seeding. You, similarly, yeah. would you see then Nick Suriano too if he didn't wrestle in the conference tournament? Well, I don't think he should be ranked seeded. I mean, I. I mean, the case that, that uh, he should be seated third, but you're, but but it's also not the top four guys at the weight at one twenty five either. I would have a hard time if I'm seating based on. I mean, because it's not a concrete. You have to do this, and these are the absolute criteria. And I believe criteria the criteria for seating includes the entire season. I would have a hard time not putting Isaiah Martinez number one unless he loses well, two he, matchups. Let's look at last year, though. Nolf goes, pins Martinez. And it wasn't just, I mean, I'm not seeing the match, but it definitely ended in a fall. But Nolf was going to win that match, I mean, before he caught him on his back. I mean, he was the better wrestler that day. Um, the predominant win, I mean, he was going to head. Was but you're not, rewarding, you're not rewarding a dominant. It doesn't, I mean, the, how you but, win is, but, not, is not a criteria. But, 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 listen, so we get to the Big Ten tournament. And North wrestle. I mean, essentially as close to a tie as you can in wrestling. Loses on riding time and ultimate tie break too. Like, I mean, and 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 they dropped him all the way to the three seed, which is fine. I'm fine with that because Martinez won the Big Ten tournament. But I think the same the same theory should, should apply here. But I, but he didn't lose. But I, I don't think he dropped the three because Martinez. Martinez was not the one seed over over Nolf because of when he beat Nolf. He was the one seed because of Nolf because he was one and one. The two were one and one, and then in that case you had Martinez with with, with a, a one. A he won the more recent match. No, well, he was a defending national champion, um, and they both had one loss to each other. So if you think if you think it had been the, uh, the other way around. Where Imar beat him the first time and Nolf beat him in Big Tens, Nolf would have been the number one seed because I, I think Nolf definitely would have been the number one seed. I I think it's questionable, especially with Martinez having a, being a defending NCAA champion, which again Fair maybe enough. you could say it shouldn't factor in, but I think it's I mean I think it absolutely did. Um, Gant was undefeated. Gant, it did. Gant should have, it, no, it definitely Gant, did factor Gant, in. Gant should have been the number one seed, but again they were. I think it's very interesting to see. 
Had Gant, Wait, I'll just say this: Had Gant been the number one seed, Nolf would be staring at a four-time national champion. I, I think it's very possible. But if I was Tommy Gant, then I would have been. I mean, yes, he may not have wrestled the, the best competition, but he won everything that was put in front of him. I think he probably had. Yeah. If anybody was going to have an argument for being seated over Martinez, I think it was more Gant than anybody. Yeah, but no, pinned him. Like, he beat him. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but, I don't know. I, I knew that sentence on a tangent. But I just wanted to hear your thought if this was for the tournament. So let's say Sento does win this thing, then. You think he's the you, you think he's the two seed? Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any other option. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not lower than the two. I, I mean, I think there's a chance. I, I don't think he can get up to the one with the, with the loss to, to subject, even though it was kind of fluky. I mean, it still happened. Um, that's a bad loss. I, I think he would need to somehow, like, maybe if he absolutely, maybe if he tech falled Isaiah Martinez, a healthy Isaiah Martinez, then you're like, okay, what's going on here? But I think that's, yeah. then you're kind of out of the But room. you just said that doesn't matter. But you just said that doesn't matter, and it didn't help not. Yeah, it's fair. But, uh, I mean, I don't so know. I, mean. I, I think it was different, though, because I don't think Nolf, I, I don't know. The fall, I think, was more... Luki, like a tech fall for him would do for Chenzo over over Martinez would do more yeah. than like catch, was, would do more than catching him for a pin if that makes sense. Jason was gonna major decision him. I, I mean, Mark, he was gassed, and uh, there was there was three and a half minutes left to wrestle. Uh, again, I don't think it's gonna matter because I think Isaiah Martinez is the number one seed regardless whether he wins the tournament or doesn't win the tournament. I'm seeing as I just wanted, well. I mean, well, if he loses twice, he's not going to have one seed. I mean, if well, he, I don't think he's going to lose twice. Takes four I think there are obviously a lot. Well, there are a lot of situations where he wouldn't end up number one. But I don't. I mean, how realistic are those situations? It's not unrealistic to see him losing to Senzo and then losing in the Coxies. Yes, it to, is to Isaac George. Yes, it is. What, what's giving you it's any not, indication that that's going to happen? It, uh, that's possible. It's in the realm of possibilities, and that they're both taking the mat together. No, come on. He's not. This isn't freaking... He's lost one it. match in his college career once and has won everything else. He wrestled against... a ton of close ones. He's, he, she, but he's beating he, he everyone. He almost lost a bunch. Well, that doesn't matter. You don't wrestle to almost lose. You wrestle to win. He's no, won every single but, match in his college career except for one. he's vulnerable. He, he's How do you vulnerable. figure? Like, what, what vulnerability is he showing other than winning close? Because when you wrestle close matches like that, all it takes is one shot. But he hasn't given—he hasn't given up the one shot or the one messed up at any point. So what makes you think that he's possible? Like that that's going to happen? I mean, he's come close. I mean, it, I mean, Ian Miller takes him to his back. I mean, but in every like, situation he, he's been he faced with, on. in every situation that he's been faced with, except for one match, he's come out and found a way to turn around and win in every single situation. Yeah, but he—I mean—he's wrestled all these guys close this year. Uh, or at least Massa and Joseph. I don't know if he wrestled Zeke. Um, like one shot matches. Like that's all it takes is one good shot. I, I, I just think I think you're using I, score as an indicator of how close it is, which I don't think is necessarily true. No, but I watched the match. I mean, I watched both matches. But he was never I, like Logan Massa was never close to taking him down. Logan Massa was never close to taking Isaiah Martinez down in that match. Yeah, but like, okay, so so let's say like you look at the Sento Imar match. Like, Imar has a nice takedown, but I mean, it wasn't on a leg attack or anything, and it was 
a move that probably won't work again. Well, th- but, but do you think he wrestles? He probably wrestles the match differently if he's down early in the match. I mean, that's the logical conclusion: is that he's not going well, to wrestle the same style. He tried, he tried to get the legs all match, but I mean, Senzo was too strong from the finish. I mean, to, but he's uh, also not going. Senzo probably hipped out of three or four shots. He's also being less aggressive, I would think, up points than he would be down points, knowing that. Even if he's not able to get a takedown, he's in the position of control in that match. I mean, it's a valid point, but I mean, I'm very wary of wrestlers that could like wrestle one point matches constantly because those guys seem to suck to lose in big spots a lot. But it's also not like a Jason Searches, not to slander Searches, where he's wrestling one point matches and doesn't have the offense, like. Right, you no, you get yes, the impression but, that if Isaiah Martinez needs a takedown, it's not like Searches where he's wrestling one matches and, do, and doesn't have like the, the different attacks to be able to get one. Like he's had matches where he's yeah. been able to get late takedowns. Really, the, the best blueprint to beating Martinez is don't get taken you know, down. Don't let yourself get taken down. But no, I mean if you get a takedown, if, or if you get a takedown early and then escape, and then you can be up. You could be up, uh, or, or, or you, you could be down a point in the third period in the last 30, 40 seconds, get a takedown right now. Yeah, you need to. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't get know what him to do. Because I don't think the Jason Nolf, the, I don't think the Jason Nolf method for beating Isaiah Martinez works for anybody other than Jason Nolf. So it's well, really, that, well, it, that's, it, that wasn't the Nolf method, though. Well, it's not worked for anybody else. I don't know that anybody else has Nolf, that, that ability to do what Nolf was able to do in that first match. Right. Well, that's not what I'm saying. That, that's not what I just said. I mean, that's not what I just advocated. But I'm saying I don't know that, like, if, if your method is, is to rely on a last-second takedown, like, how many guys are really going to be able to get to that shot and take him down? One in the country? I mean, Senso and got in. He wrestles a Senso got in. And didn't come all that close and ended up giving up a go-behind for two, though. Right, but what? But, no, I mean, he had to rush his finish, which I mean, I guess he would have to in this situation too. But I mean, he's already seen his, you know, his best defense uh, to the shot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, I as I said, guys that wrestle those one point matches, I, I'm, I'm leery of. But I also think it's there. Uh, I think it's unfair to say Chenzo could learn from that matchup from Martinez, and then not think about the fact that Martinez is also learning from that matchup. He can with, with Chenzo. absolutely. He absolutely can. So like it's, it's yep, not it's yep. not like you're jumping to a bar that's stagnant, you know what I mean? Like Isaiah Martinez no, is, not, is not incapable of improving. No, I I, I mean we, like, listen, we saw it last year he improved. Uh, I'm just saying he's not like a people talk about it like he's like a 95 percent chance to win the NCAA championship. Oh, I, I don't I, think I, it's that high. I think, I it's, think it's close to that high. No, I think it's like 75 percent. Until I see <laughs> I, again, and maybe the the arguments. Not does the logic doesn't line up on my part because I, again I'm saying if I don't see it then it doesn't exist. But again, until I see somebody give me a reason to think that they can beat him, then I, I don't see it happening. Fair enough. All right. Uh, any other thoughts here at 165? What was that? Uh, no, I, I mean I think we kind of touched it all. Um, gonna be important for <laughs> gonna be important for Chenzo to. I, I think he's gonna lose to Martinez and come back and win that third place match. I think I, he matches up well with Isaac Jordan. He should have beaten Isaac Jordan the first I, time. I hope Senzo listens to this podcast and sees you just put him in the third, just, like sees you put him in the consies 
Like I would hope at this point he doesn't need any additional. I I would be so happy when Senzo beats him, and oh, I'll be so happy. Hey, um, again, I will be happy as heck to, to be thrilled. proven. I have to be thrilled, but I'll be rubbing in your face pretty hard. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Joseph to take uh, third though, um, but I, I think he's I think he's the second best wrestler in the class. It's just the seeding thing kind of screwed up. I'm very interested to see if he can get third to see how he match up. Maybe, maybe if he can get a matchup with Masa because I think those two are very, very, very evenly matched. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, I, I think it's Masa and Imar in the finals, but I don't know. We'll see. All right, let's go to 174 here. Um, Bo Jordan is going to wrestle this weekend, it appears. So, though apparently, like, Bojo has actually kind of has, like, a serious problem. So, like, on his foot or something. Yeah. I feel uh, kind of bad for making fun like of all year. bone spurs or a tumor or – I mean, it's not – I don't think it's that serious of an issue. No offense, but you've been wrestling – apparently yeah, – It's like a cancerous tumor. It's he, like a growth. He's, he's been wrestling with it before. Apparently, it's been, he's been dealing with this for, for years. So – I mean, sorry, not sorry. That's part of wrestling. Either get it removed or go and, and don't. Um, but gets the number one seed here, Mark Hall, number two seed. And I actually think uh, a pretty favorable seed as all 14 wrestlers are here seated. And he's going to be opposite Zach Brunson if he can make it to the semifinal. Yeah, no, I mean, he's got a really good draw here. I mean, it's, it's tough to see based on what Mark Hall did to Zach Brunson. Um, it's really tough to see Mark not making the finals here. Um, and it's, for me, it's hard to see him not winning based on the fact that Bojo doesn't move very well. You know, Mark, you know, moves very well um, for the weight class. Uh, you know, Mark is a guy who who kind of wrestles like uh, a lightweight a little bit, so to speak, and that he likes to work for some angles, like, like uh, similarly to how Nico would work for those angles. Um, Are we watching a different Mark Hall? Mark Hall? Yeah, no, on his feet, he likes to. I think that's probably where he needs. I, I, other, other than bottom, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of right now of Mark Hall's game from neutral. But I, I I'm not saying his game from neutral is good. I'm just saying that I think this part of his game from neutral is, is like something he can use against Bojo. If Bojo can't move. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I think he's. I mean, he's a great athlete. I think he's definitely going to be more athletic and more mobile than Bo Jordan. But, but I'd like. I'd like saying. to see him have a bit a bit better level changes and. and I, don't, I mean, yeah. I, I think he's smart, but he's not exactly the quickest in, in cutting angles. Um, one thing that I think is interesting, kind of moving on down the bracket here, um, Miles Amin and Alex Meyer get the four and the five. Amin has a win over Yeah, big, great match. Um, I thought Meyer was going to be the three seed, but that, that loss to Amin, I guess, really hurt. Miles Amin's going to be a, if he can beat Meyer, I think that's a terrible matchup for Bo Jordan. And Bo Jordan's, without yeah. a doubt, the, the more skilled wrestler. Um but Miles Means, like, but if he can't move, he he's can't so move. quick. I mean, well, Miles Means probably yeah. the, the quickest weight class of the or the wrestler, quickest wrestler at this weight class in the Big Ten, and that's not a good matchup for a guy who's having issues kind of moving, getting around. And again, Bo Jordan, like, I think Bo Jordan's not like yeah. standing in no, quicksand. He's not going to come out and stink this weekend, right? No, like I mean, he I wrestled mean, like, a very close matchup with with yeah. Brian Robio, who who I think is going to be the two seed at NCAA. Maybe depending on what happens with Ryan Price, we'll could touch on that. But um, so yeah. it's not like Bo's got two, got lead feet here, but that's gonna be an interesting matchup. Oh, we kind of know he has lead feet, but 
this that like that that doesn't necessarily make him a bad wrestler. I mean, he's still strong. He's strong as an ox. You know, he's positionally sound. Um, you know, I mean, there's still a lot going for him despite his lack of mobility. Yeah, as he, currently he he, uh, he wrestles like a Jordan. Um, it's kind yeah. of kind of uh, they, they say Jordan trained, and you can you can see it. Micah, I'd say, is definitely the most classically offensive wrestler out of those three. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with being a, a, a lower weight. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, Bo, Bo and Zeke are mirror images of each, of each other. No, yeah. Watching them wrestle last year in the Bay Ten Finals was really funny. I mean, it was because they, I, mean, I don't know, they, they just knew what the other one was going to do all the time. It was like, this is, like it was almost like a waste of time, honestly. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so this bracket, uh, all 14 guys are seated. Probably the weakest um, weight. See, I think this is the weakest weight maybe in, in the conference. No, nah, I don't know about that. Um, they're given, uh, they're given this weight. Five? Nine bids. Really? No, nine bids, yeah. Nine, nine bids. bids. Whew. Nine bids. I don't think there's not enough weight who I want to see in. Who I want to see in NCAA's, I think there's probably six. I mean, Micah Barnes is the nine seed. I mean, he probably deserves to be there. Yeah, but Micah Barnes has also wrestled really poorly for the, for much of the season. True. True. So, yeah, but they're getting nine bids. I mean, 174, I don't know, it's not that great. But, uh, I, mean, let's, I mean, let's go through here. I mean, Mark's looking at, um, of course, with the draw. The draw gets funky, but I, we don't know how this works. But if you go by the seeds, a, a quarterfinal with Jacob Morrissey. Got to, I mean... I'd be surprised if I lost. Yeah, how much do you um, know about Jacob Morrissey? Because I know absolutely nothing. I know wrestles for Purdue. Yeah, that's about where I'm at too. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, um, I feel pretty confident there. Yeah, um, he's gonna wrestle Brunson, who he just tech fall um, at Red Call in the semis. Um, and Mark, and, and, and this is this doesn't just go to this season either. I think this is Mark as a wrestler over the past four or five years when he's been on the national stage has really excelled in tournament settings. Yeah. Um, speaking of guys that occasionally wrestle close matches, but for the same reason you feel that Mark's going to win, I feel that Martinez is going to win. Mark does that same thing sometimes where like the matches are not necessarily blowouts, but at the same time, like he's come out on top in almost all the big matches before, before Meyer this year. Yeah, but like you see what I mean? It's like it's kind of like there's room for pause there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you because see it more. You the see same it more. Thing that happened to like the same thing that happened to Mark against Alex Meyer is exactly like that's the argument I'm making. I think it's against to, Imar, to me it's because I haven't seen it happen, and I also haven't seen Isaiah Martinez lose to CJ Brucky. Um, right, that's kind of but, like but, a, an eye opener. Do you get my point though? Like, like one good shot, or like you take a bad shot, and they get, like and then that's it. Yeah, so. it's not impossible. I just think, I think, like we've seen Mark take that bad shot where we haven't seen Martinez take that bad shot. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think Mark's going to win this weight. Um, personally, I think he's going to beat Bojo. Bojo's a little hobble, and Mark's just and Mark's such a good tournament wrestler. Um, the weigh-in structure on Sunday could hurt him a little bit, but... Um, I don't think so. Bo's not... I mean, Bo's big, but like, Mark's not... Okay, I think yeah, Mark's, si- Mark's size big. has right. been an issue You're this right. year, but like, he's not, like, 
weak or super, super small. Like, he's undersized no. for 174, but, like, we need to be real here. Not just, like, you and I, but, like, the whole conversation in the Penn State wrestling community. Mark Hall may be undersized, but, like, he ain't tiny, folks. Like, the guy's jacked. No. Yeah, he's huge. Uh, yeah, so I have Mark winning this way. I, I don't know about you. I think he's going to win the way as well. But where uh, I have an interesting question for you: Where does that leave you with seeding, and who wins EIWAs, and where do you see two through five, assuming Zahid Valencia is locked in at number one? Yeah, so I got to go Valencia at one. Um, I don't. I, I'll leave to side between the two up to the committee, but I would. I'd be pretty. Adamant that the two three is some combination of Real Buto and Mark. But do you think Real like so? You're saying do you think Real Buto beats Price? Because that's who he's likely, um, that's who he's likely going to have in that final. Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, I mean, I, if Price wins, if Price beats Real Buto, then Hall's the two, correct? He, yeah, you have. To, yeah, I mean, I think there's no argument there. Uh, you know, Hall beat him. I mean, it was a he, on paper as a pan. It was certainly a lot closer than that. Um, but I mean, he still. I mean, that result has to mean something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, can't yeah. I mean, he, not, won, like, he won he the can't match. Not mean something. It wasn't a, yeah. a fluke. Um, it was just something that I wouldn't want to count on it. I wouldn't want to count on it yeah, until no. it But it has to mean something. Um, so I mean, I would say that I'm, I think the best case for Mark seeding is if he won this and then Price won. Then met, met Price in, in a potential semifinal. I didn't even think about that. I'm just saying, like, to get the highest seed. I was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just thinking, to get the highest seed, like, we that, could all, well, that's if, clear if Price too. wins, then Price will probably be three, but you could all, you could make the argument for Epperly, even though I know Price beat Epperly earlier in the year. Price also just lost to Jordan Pagano, who's the sixth seed in the Big yeah. Ten tournament out of Records. So, it, if, it's, if, the, if it's a wacky, wins, wacky situation. It's a lot easier if Epperly wins. wins. But see, I don't know. Like, I mean, let me look here. It's a lot easier situation, I think, if Real Beto wins. Uh, I think if Real Beto wins... It, no, I don't, no, it's easier if he loses. No, if he wins, I think he's clearly the two. He's, his only loss on the year would be to Zahid Valencia. You're not putting Mark Hall above him with losses to Meyer and Brucky. That's not... I mean, I don't think that's questionable. True, 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 true. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think it depends on how much... I think, it, if, I, think it, I think what could help Mark there is how... Depending how good um, how good uh, Bo looks, like if Bo's or like or even if Bo gets the final, mm-hmm. like if, if Bo isn't that good, like just get the final, it's gonna hurt Mark. But you know, I mean, let's say Bo rolls through the competition. You know, let's say he he beats Amin pretty badly or Mai or whatever. He's looking really good, and then Mark, you know, demolishes him pretty good. Then I I don't think it's out of the question for Mark to jump him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know they have a common opponent, but R- Real Buto's one loss would be significantly better than both of uh, than Hall's two. I, I think it'd be really, really tough argument to, to say, hey, this guy's lost twice and this guy's lost once to a better opponent, but give him a jump. The, see, where Mark could... But there's no... I mean, if we're talking about what's easier for the committee, there's no argument... Uh, or there's no argument if Price wins then, though, because Mark's definitely two and Price is definitely three. Yeah, but I also think that if Robito so wins, I think we're saying I, what's easier. I think Robito. I, I don't think Robito over or Hall over Robito is 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 a question. Um, but if, if the interesting thing here is also 
if Hall gets to the final and loses to to Jordan, which is not impossible. Bo Jordan's like, I mean, he lost by one point to Brian Robillo. Clearly, he's not hurting that bad. Um, yeah. if, if Bo Jordan wins this weight and, say, Price wins... Price wins EIWAs. Mark's looking at probably a six seed, five seed. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, I the, that's not. I mean, let's say he is that six, and that's. I mean, would Epperly be the three seed then? Because I mean, I'm not really that bummed about that. I, I think. I think it would be Robuto, Jordan. Oh wait, no, no, no. It would be. It would be. Zahid, so Zahid Jordan, Jordan, Price. Uh, Epperly, oh yeah, Price. Oh yeah, Price. Duh, 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 duh. Price, Epperly, yeah. Robito. Yeah, so, like Mark, Mark's probably in the sixth seed in that in that situation. Yeah, but I'm I'm fine with a quarterfinal against Price. I think. I, I think it's all. It's not going to matter because he could be at a quarterfinal with Price and be the two seed. It could be a three seed. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think we said before that anybody in the top like six or seven at this weight is like feasibly could win. Yeah, I I have seen some arguments that Zahid is separating himself from the weight class. He hasn't wrestled anybody. It's kind of hard to do that when you wrestle the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, he could I mean, be for all we yeah. for all we know. Zahid Valencia is yeah. We, I just don't think we know. Freak. He could be some freak of nature and come out and kill anybody. But like, how the hell do you tell? Yeah, I agree. No, I agree hundred percent. Um, I mean. The point I was getting to is I don't buy those arguments yet necessarily. No, no, I don't, like, I, I don't think it's very, very hard. Let to me see prove. him wrestle Mark, or yeah. Uh, I think but, it's very, very hard to prove that right now. And I and, and I don't think Mark's ever lost to him, right? Um, they haven't wrestled. He's wrestled Anthony. Oh, he wrestled the other the other. He's wrestled the distinctly less good Valencia, which is kind of not. I, mean, I don't think it gives you anything. I mean. Anthony's still pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think he's on the level of Zahid, though. I don't, think, I don't even know that he's close. No. I mean, you're looking at a guy that might not get no. a top eight seed at 165. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, actually. With that. Yeah. Because uh, if you come out of high school, their their stock was like. Yeah, they were one and, two, one and two in the country. Anthony's not bad. I mean, yeah. I expect Anthony to be a three or four no. time All American, but Zahid kind of was just like, hey, I'm going to take this next step. Yeah. No, I agree. Um,. So yeah, that is um, that is one uh, one seventy four. Um, as I said before, uh, nine bids here at one seventy four. Um, interesting tournament for sure. Um, hopefully, Marky can pull it out. Um, let's go to one eighty four. Um, what a crazy bracket this is! <laughs> Similarly got, ridiculously strong. NCAA champion at, at the four seed. You've got a, an, an NCAA runner-up at the five seed. You've got one of the only two people in college wrestling to beat Bo Nickel at the three seed. I mean, what a bracket. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all if Rutgers' Nick Gravina came out of this like tournament, finished like fifth or sixth in, in the Big Ten, and like somehow found a way to All-American. I mean, yes, this is just a, a ridiculous, ridiculous uh, wait. You got Bo Nickel at one, obviously. Uh, Sammy Brooks at two. And then, like you said, Jackson at three. Martin at the four. Dudley at the five. 
TJ Dudley was a national finalist last year, 184, and it wasn't really, yeah. it wasn't like any type of fluke or anything, I didn't think. No, I mean, and, I mean, the bracket, I mean, it wasn't a good weight last year, but I mean, he's, I mean, it was a similar weight to this year. There. I mean, it, it was, something. I mean, you've got, I mean, this year, last year you had a not as good Gabe, who's still pretty good, but this year, I mean, you, this year you have two Hodge finalists at the weight, plus a defending national champion. Plus yeah, the, 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 the addition of, of Jackson and, and Martin really adds adds some depth to and it. And Bo, I mean, you're oh, just, true, yeah, yeah it's it, a lot better. Can't it's him. a lot better this year. Um, I think I, I think I had it as my weakest weight last year, to be honest. Well, Nate Brown, I believe, was also coming in with an injury last year, right? Yeah, uh, I, I believe Lehigh's Nate Brown did not win the IWAs after winning the previous couple. Well, no, because he was only the seventh seed. Yeah, at NCAs. Um, but, yeah, the weight's a lot better this year, and that really reflects in the Big Ten. Because, um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Big Ten final last year must have been Brooks and Dudley. Yeah, I believe Sammy Brooks beat TJ Dudley in the final last year. Yeah, Brooks definitely won because he had that quote about his mullet after the match. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this weight is uh, – it's deep, but at the same time, like – Bo is kind of, I mean, as far as we've seen, like, I mean, we can only go off the Evans we've seen. I mean, there's nothing to suggest he's not going to win this. No, he's, he's separated himself. He and, he and Gabe Dean of Cornell have separated themselves from the rest of a bunch of other very, very good wrestlers. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited about the Miles Martin matchup just because, like, I mean, obviously Bo's beaten him, what, he's 4-1 now in college, 3-1. Um, 4-1, yeah. I don't know. Something about it just never, ever sits well with me. I also tend Miles. I mean, he's he's, he's athletic. He's explosive. It's yeah. Um, like there's reason for concern. I also think that he could be wrestling possibly Nate Jackson in in, in the final. Um, yeah, he could be. I don't even know where to begin with this weight. I think Bo's going to win. I don't know who he's going to face when. I don't know how he's going to win. Um, I just yeah, Bo's going to win. I don't know. I can't give you much else. I mean, teams going aside, which I'd be rooting against Iowa this weekend, in, like, a bubble, I'd like to see him wrestle Brooks again, like, just to see, like, them wrestle more. Because, you know, the first time was so short. Um, but, uh, and, and I'm not saying that to poke fun at St. Brooks. I'm just saying I would like to see that match. Like, more, you know, actually develop, actually develop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, all so, for, uh, Sammy Brooks. I'm all for a Sammy Brooks uh, bow nickel match. Also, I'm going to make fun of Sammy Brooks really quickly for being like a 20-something-year-old man and still going by Sammy. Yeah, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, this is true. Um, um, I, I, no, can, I, I don't I imagine mean, Bo having much issues in, in here. Do you? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I mean, Brooks can be good, so... You know, I don't know, and, and I don't think they've ever wrestled other than you know that that forty second pin. So it's tough to it's tough for me to project how that. How I mean, I, I I mean, I project that Bo would win by six or seven. Yeah. Points, also, like, but I can't I can't be as certain about it as I am against a, a Mymar or a Dudley. Well, I'm very like, especially about Dudley, Jessica, like, how how it goes with Jackson because they only wrestled one match, and even before Bo got tossed, the match was very very close. Um, yeah. And when I say that I think Bo's going to win, and I I say it very, very comfortably, I don't think, like, the point differential in individual matches are going to be that as great as they have been. He could come out and pin the field. I mean, 
I have no clue. I don't know what to make of Bo Nickel. He's great. I think if I were to peek inside the psyche of the Penn State coaching staff, and I could, I mean, this is something I've noticed, and I don't, I'm not sure if we've talked about it, Clay, but by the end of the season, it seemed like Bo was starting to chase big moves a little bit more, starting to fall in that pattern he was in the end of last year, where he wasn't looking as good as he was in the middle of the year, instead of getting to his leg attacks. I would think that the coaching staff in this situation, um, you know, in the last week or so, has really emphasized to Bo about getting to leg attacks. Oh, it's just tough because, like, he hasn't spent any time on the mat with a good opponent. The only good opponent he spent significant time on the mat was with Martin, where he did get to leg attacks. Um, I mean, not really. He didn't get to a ton. I mean, he scored off a couple counts. He scored at the end of what? He scored at the end of every period too, which I think was. Just smart wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, a couple of those were counters. I, I'm just saying, I would like to see him work the angle picks and stuff because I mean, he's not going to like he he can't wrestle right? that. Can't. Okay, yeah, okay. Now you're getting to the point where I was at where like he's wrestling so well and, and coming up with so many falls that you're like logic tells you that there's got to be a regression to the mean, but we yeah. also haven't gotten to that point, so maybe it doesn't. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying I, I would like to see him come out, get some get some early takedowns and some matches. And get some it's like opponents. it's so like if, that's all I was to, saying. To, to make a baseball analogy, it was like watching Barry Bonds' seventy three home run season, where you're like, okay, at some point he's going to slow down because that's what people do. Yeah, and like it just, just never, never happened. Did. So that's kind of how I feel about like, like and I'm not saying that he's not going to slow down. I, I kind of think he will, but logic would tell you like, oh, he can't keep just throwing people to their back and pinning them from all different types of positions. But here we are in tournament season, and he's done it to pretty much everybody. I mean, I, I, I'm just worried about Bo. Um, I'm just worried about Bo against Gabe. I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear he's getting to that match. I'm just thinking what's best for him to beat Gabe. That, that, that's all I was going for with that. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to make of Bo Nickel. He's great. I'm excited. I, wanna, I hope he wins this tournament. I hope he wrestles. Gabe Dean, and we get to have fun, and they should wrestle best out of five, best out of seven. Yeah. No, I mean, because, I mean, last year, Bo took it harder than any of the other kids, for sure, after the loss at the NCAA Championships. Um, I, I don't I don't want to have to experience Bo losing out on an undefeated season and a Hodge Trophy. Yeah, looking out... Um, for Bo's sake. Looking way too far ahead, though, I, I think... Should we get a, a nickel Dean match and, and should Dean end up winning that match? I would imagine like it would suck, but I don't know that I feel the same way that they felt last year just because I think the of the opponent. I mean he definitely should have won last year. Yeah, yeah, where I think it's a bit a bit different. I mean I again where do you even begin to predict and we're getting a bit sidetracked here, um but where 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 do you even begin to predict a nickel dean match? I mean what <laughs> I have no clue what I think I, about that match. I think the, I think the consensus is right now is that Bo has the edge, but really, yeah, from what I've seen, I, I don't disagree necessarily, but I, I, don't, I don't have anything to like feel like I agree. But that's what I've seen. I, I've seen more people, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just like hanging out the petting message boards, or whatever. But I've seen more people in the wrestling community more confident in Bo. Winning that match, and then are people really confident? Gabe. But that's also so, been like the uh, weird, I mean, very weird thing about Gabe Dean. Like the like it happened last year during the tournament. We're like, 
Like, people thought Gabe Dean could lose to different individuals last year, and he went out there and it really wasn't, like, the NCAA tournament no, it wasn't, wasn't, close. wasn't close. I mean, the weight, the weight sucked, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, people still thought, like, okay, like, he's yeah. gettable because he lost to Nolan Boyd, and they're like, okay, people can beat Gabe Dean. And he was like, no, they can't. <laughs> what are you guys no, talking about? I mean, at NCAAs, he, was, he, he, he wasn't touched. Um, all right, well, that's 184. Um, let's go to 197 here. Um, only eight seeded wrestlers at this weight. Um, just seven bids going to NCAAs here. Matt McCutcheon gets the four seed. Um, the top four seeds are Brett Farr, Kyle Moore, Aaron Studebaker, and Matt McCutcheon. Um, set up right now for a pretty interesting um, quarterfinal here between Cutch and Ricky Robertson. Chalk. That was a close match. Chalk, chalk, chalk. Matt McCutcheon. Uh, I think this bracket, I mean, with the eight seed wrestlers, especially at least like one through like maybe six or seven, goes chalk. I'd be very, very surprised if we see anything other than guys wrestling to seed. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But um, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could see, I could certainly see Roberts beating McCutcheon, throwing it off chalk. But um, I'm not, I'm not picking Robertson to do that. I'm just saying, I, I think it's possible. It's, it's like it's possible. I wouldn't expect I mean, it. I mean, I mean, it was a close match last but it time. Was, I mean, it was a two-zero. I think it was a two-zero win. But like Robertson really never got close to getting out from. He felt like he if yeah. if that again similar yeah. to what we talked to earlier. If there was two more minutes, like he was going to get ridden for two more minutes. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, he. I mean, he could have a good restart. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's something. Again, yeah, I don't know. but I, 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 like I said, I, I also. I, think that's I also I, think that, like, in a close I match, I, I like Cutch's chances of getting getting that last second take that against a, a similarly able competitor. I think that like the argument of like this person's never going to get out from bottom is a weaker argument than this person's never going to get to legs. If that makes sense. Yeah, well, it's, it's easier for Robertson to get out from bottom. I also think that, like, yeah, should, so many things. I also happen. think should he get out from bottom, though, I, and I feel comfortable with Cutch finding a way to win matches against that competition just because he's kind of done, done that this year. Yeah, so, and, and really, I mean, right now he looks as healthy as he's looked all year. Yeah, we've gone, like, really one month. January. I think we have, like, uh, 30 sure. days sober of, like, Matt McCutcheon doesn't Matt have McCutcheon a lingering, is. a lingering like insert body. Yeah. body I mean, he's always gonna have some issues, but, but like we don't. I mean, know, it hasn't been evident in his wrestling, which is nice. No, no. Well, he probably wrestled, in my opinion, his best match of the year um, against Weigel. And Weigel's against, uh, like really against Weigel. Yeah. Weigel's big. <laughs> Weigel's a large. Yeah, fella. no. Yeah, that should have been a tough matchup for Matt, but he he did really well. Um, so then you look at the top of the bracket. That's just like a semifinal match with Brett Farr. Now, or Brett Farr, sorry. Now, I remember at the time of this match, we had argument over this match. Um, and I'm interested to see if you like go against your argument here. At the time, I said that McCutcheon was nowhere close to finishing a shot against Farr just by being in the legs. And you insisted he was close. So based on what you said, do you think there's a, a, a decent chance McCutcheon can beat Farr? Well, okay, I'll give you this. I have since been told, and I, I still kind of like watching the match and I just don't see it. Maybe it's like a failing on my part. Um, wouldn't be the first. I think he was close to finishing. But, like I've since been told by like everybody that that wasn't close. So yeah, like, I don't think it was. I don't know. I I guess I don't know. It's, I I think it's it's going to be a close match and it could come down. I mean, if if we're going again, to, like anybody can be taken down the one takedown match. Like I expect this to be a one takedown match again. Yeah. 
But so, I mean, chance it. Chance it of McCutcheon beating Farr. Like 17%? I don't think he wins one in five. It's like a one in six. A one in six. Yeah. Um... I don't know because like sometimes Brett Favre looks really really good, I think that's a and like some right. sometimes in, in right. sometimes in wins he he looks not good, but like, he's not losing matches. No, like, yeah, like no, he's like I, somewhere like I think that's a good. He's like kind of in, in that searches thing, like not not in terms of style, but like where he doesn't always look great, great, but like he's winning and like he's winning good. I mean, he's beaten Colin Moore twice, and Colin Moore is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's so crazy. He has, but um, yeah, but I mean, he he keeps like winning. I think Brett Favre's the best possible version of Matt McCutcheon. Like, if that makes sense. Like, like if Matt McCutcheon was was wrestling his absolute best match of his life in the NCAA tournament, except could could sustain that for an entire season. Like, that's what Brett Favre is. Yeah, I. I, I agree. That, that 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 makes a good bit of sense. Um, I'm, I'm I'm just bringing up the rankings here at 197 because we we've, we've talked about everyone else's seeds, so we might as well talk about McCutcheon's seeding situation. Um, yeah, I mean, I well, Weigel's going to win. Weigel or Rotor's going to win here. It, it kind of stinks because I don't mean to, to cut you off there, but. Weigel or Rotert of South Coast State is, is going to win the Big 12 tournament 197. Weigel shouldn't be... Right now... We, no, we, should, be, mean, we yeah. should be rooting for Weigel, right? I don't think so. McCutcheon beat him. Yeah, but, but if Weigel wins and McCutcheon finishes fourth, McCutcheon should be looking at like a seven seed behind the three guys in yeah. conference, Jaden Cox, Jake Smith, Faust, and... Or an eight seed, I guess. Jake Jake Smith, Faust, Jaden Cox, and three guys in conference. Am I missing somebody? Well, I mean, right now, right now on Flub, he's ranked he's ranked seven behind Jaden, Afar, Hot, Moore, or Hot, not Jake Faust. Smith from Western, yeah, uh, and Studebaker. So that's what, and then eighth is Rotaire and ninth is Weigel. So like, I think um, I think if Rotaire wins a conference, you could possibly see Rotaire get to seven. And and McCutcheon get the eight, but I think if Weigel gets wins the conference over Rotor, Weigel's going to be seated above Rotor, and you can't possibly see Weigel above McCutcheon. I mean, I I think there's some decent upward mobility in this. I almost see there's more uh, more upward mobility in this bracket for McCutcheon than there is downward mobility. Well, you want to get the I seven. Mean, you, you really want to get the seven because far as. Like, yeah. gonna at least wrestle you close, yeah. and like you're not gonna beat Jaden Cox. I mean, if you can move no, up no, more, if you can move up, I almost think it might be better if if Far wins this conference tournament for McCutcheon to get the seven than it is the six because McCutcheon well could jump Jake. I don't know. I don't. It's gonna be a nightmare. Let's say let's say Cutchin, let's say Cutch wins the conference tournament. He beats he beats Far, and then he beats more. Um, how high? How high does he go? Three? Does three sound right behind behind? Yeah, Cox, three or four between, probably. Behind I would Cox say. and Hot. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, do you rank? Yeah, I mean, do you rank him ahead of Far? Well, they they would they would have split, and, and the first match was close. And like I understand, we said not that not that close should matter. I guess that would be Far's only yeah, loss, but because, because I mean, you kind of have to go. Get I, have no I have no clue. I have no clue. 
This is why they, they... I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I, it'd be great if you could get to three. I, I think... I think the most likely scenario would be the four, though. If far, Which would be fine. I mean, I'm okay far, with far it. would have I'm to okay lose two matches, I would think, for... From a cut to, to, to potentially jump yeah. over him. I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, what? Oh, does Far have a loss on the year? Yeah, to, but just to Jaden. And McCutcheon has. To three, to Far, the three guys seated above him. So, I mean, maybe, though. I mean, I mean, we're getting the three losses and two losses. I mean, you can make the argument that. It's at least like um, a, you could discuss it. Yeah, and if if far, I, far loses two more times to to Moore and Studebaker or Studebaker and McCutcheon or Moore and McCutcheon, then you're really getting into it because you're looking at three losses, three losses. They but would have avenged his loss t- to Far, and then like maybe you can think a conference champion matters. And then I mean, like the argument against Hot, like if McCutcheon then wins these two matches. Or like beat I win these two matches in terms of like beating far and beating more. That's two high quality wins or two big time quality wins for McCutcheon. Like, could he be able to jump hot? Also, um, jumping back, kind of jumping around here. Um, yeah, I was wrong in my assessment of the Big Twelve because I completely ruled out Jake Smith of West Virginia. Yeah, who's yeah. probably going to be the yeah. favorite? It's, 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 who's probably going to really make a lot of geographical sense? But. So yeah. I guess you're rooting, but, we're rooting for what. We, we should be rooting, as a Penn State point of view, you should be rooting for Weigel to beat both Rotert and Jake Smith and McCutcheon to somehow maybe grab, like, third or second. or f- I mean, first, but... Yeah. Okay, so... Um, so back to what I was saying, if McCutcheon gets those two quality wins, could he jump hot? Who's hot slo- who are Hot's hot losses to this year? Let me look. There's definitely like if there's a muddled middle between between like third after far uh, after far and Cox and like ninth or tenth, which has been Hawk my argument. Lost. Well, Hawk got majored by far fourteen one. Yeah, that's a good sign. For... That's it. No, that's it though. But he also hasn't beaten it. Has he beaten anybody? He beat Studebaker in tiebreak one three two. So if, if McCutcheon could beat Studebaker on his way doing this, he can definitely move over hot, I think. Has beat Smith twice in overtime, yeah. once in tiebreak, once once in sudden victory. Um, so, I mean, he has some wins, yeah. Also, He's this has been my argument the entire year for why I think McCutcheon's going to be an All-American. I just think, like, you kind of have a group of maybe six guys who could probably beat one another. And I think he could, on any given day, beat or lose any of them. I mean, for me, like, I, I, I've been bearish on McCutcheon all year. But I really liked what I saw against Oklahoma State. I really did. Those were but, his like, two cleanest attacks of the year against the, or against the ranked opponent. I mean, maybe even against and I the think, ranked opponent. I think, yeah. And, and I think these big gaps and time off we have the next two weeks, I, 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 I only think that helps a kid like McCutcheon who might struggle with getting dinged up. My problem, my main concern, though, which we know with McCutcheon, is he's dealt with back spasms in the past and weighing in and wrestling one day and then having to sleep on it and wrestle the next day and even the day after is typically not great for a back. So I do have concerns there. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but but I mean, most of the war. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair, fair enough um, on that. Hopefully, the training staff will be able to get that under control. And monthly is going to be um, very very busy. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks that um, the we got snowed out of Reno because that could have tested it a little bit too. Because I mean, the only other tournament we had this year was just a one day tournament. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, I mean, that could have tested. Or did I believe, was Reno one day? I thought Reno was one day. No, two days, um, I believe. Oh, might have been. I'm pretty sure no, Reno was one day. I think day. you're right. I think it would have been um, one. But it's going to be also yeah, very interesting to see when, we'll touch on that when we get through Big Tens, if Nick Soriano isn't able to go, Matt McCutcheon becoming an All-American suddenly becomes pretty yeah, important. important. Yeah, he... he he needs to beat Weigel at the NCAA tournament if, if Serrano isn't scoring. Yeah, and having watched that match, like unless Weigel's taking top, which if I'm pressing Weigel next time, I'm taking top when I have choice. Like if they're going seven minutes on their feet, I, I think McCutcheon can get that shot whenever he needs it. I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I mean, just I if Serrano doesn't go, and I'm not saying I, I'm very confident he will go, but if he doesn't go, NCAs. You got, I mean, Senzo needs to to finish ahead of Chandler Rogers. Um, well, really, I don't care where he finishes. He, he needs to score more points than Chandler Rogers. Team points. Um, Mark needs to finish, or Mark needs to have more team points than Crutchmer. Significantly, and, I don't uh, think Crutchmer is going to be a top six yeah. guy. And um, and, and Golubon, I think Kutch has more than Wild. I think Golubon probably needs if, to come get 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 on the podium. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think these are all very possible happen, things. Yeah, I, I think if those three things happen, then Penn State will still be fine. Um, all right, so anything else here at 197? As I said, seven bids here at 197. Um, yeah, so um, I, I, I don't have anything else to add here. Um, maybe Cash, Loki, and Colin Moore could be interesting at 7 2. But. It's very interesting. I actually think. Um... One last thing before we kind of move on here. I think McCutcheon may have a if he can beat Robertson, has a better semifinal matchup with Farr than he does with Moore. Oh, I agree 100% on that. I, Which is I, weird I, because I think I, 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 I also think Farr beats Moore. It's just a Styles makes, yeah. fight, styles makes fights type of thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree 100% there. Um, I mean, I, I like how the bracket sets up for McCutcheon here. Um, not to be oh, not to be too homerish here, but I, I like how the bracket sets up for 197. So that brings us to 285 here. Um, 285, um, only seven seeded wrestlers here, Clay, and just five automatic bids. Um, I did I didn't go back into the research. I probably should have, but I'd have to guess, given the Big Ten's strong historic tradition in heavyweights, this has got to be the least automatic bids in quite some time out of the Big Ten at heavyweight. Yeah, the Big Ten. Uh... Normally, pretty great with the big guys, and not so much this and year. I mean, we are. I mean, we have the top three. I mean, we have the top three. That's good. It's just, we, we have no depth. Well, even I think Krells is pretty good, but um, it's just not the not the deepest weight. Although I don't think it's particularly deep nationally this year. Um, no, probably not. But obviously, like. But, but I mean, then like, where are the bits? Like, where are the bits at this weight? The ACC is strong this year. Uh, I think you're, you're looking at I think six, yeah. six or seven bits. The ACC, and obviously they have the, five. They have they have five, but they only have six programs. Yeah, but, I mean that's pretty pretty good. I believe that goes to yeah. those are going to Solomon of, of Pitt, Walls, 
of, of Virginia Tech, Casper of Duke, um, NC State's, I believe, is Boykin, and then I'm um, missing somebody else's program here. Carolina. Carolina, and who's the other program then there? But 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 those are four of them right there. You're, you're looking at Walls, Casper, Solomon, and, and Boykin. Dang, who was the other program? That's that's gonna bother me. Oh, Virginia. Oh yeah. So you're looking at least four. I don't know whether the last one's going to Virginia or going to Carolina, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the Big Twelve gets four. The the EIWA gets four here. The Mid-Atlantic gets, or the Mid-Atlantic, the Mid-America gets three. The Pac-12 gets three, which is tied for the most bids. They get anyway. SoCon probably has a couple, um, too. Two. Yeah, SoCon gets three, which is uh, the most they get out of weight as well. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of spread out here um, at, uh, at 285. But, you know, I think this is kind of a, well, no, I, I don't want to say that. Never mind, cause I just want it's to another I was gonna say that, important weight for yeah. PSU. Yeah. Like, look, well, I was going to say that it was like 149. It was like a three, uh, two match weight class, but that that that's not true because no one's going to beat Snyder. Um, <laughs> it's almost like a one match weight class. I mean, like like Neville's and Medberry's. I mean, they're really the, the, the key match. Yeah. When we talk about maximizing point potential, should Nick Soriano not be able to 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 go at NCAA's or even like score points? At Big Tens, um, Nick Neville is probably going to have to beat Connor Medberry. Man, I, this is so funny because in private we talk. You're so much more optimistic. Without Nick, we're going to win. And then, like now, you're saying all this needs to have to happen. Like I think we're good either way. Okay, I, I think if Nick Neville loses to Connor Medberry, and I think if all these things don't happen. We're in trouble. I think if yeah, all these things all, do happen, over five I think we probably need that. like two or three of the things to happen. Two, yeah, I agree. But uh, which I, which I think is likely. Um, but it's just like in, interesting to look at where Neville's could potentially drop to if things fall fall the right way in other conferences. Like you could be looking as high as the two seed and as low as maybe like the five. Yeah, I mean I. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe behind Casper. I don't think it's absurd that he would be behind Casper. Yeah. Else. But Casper just no. took a bad loss you to Solomon. You don't want to be the five. You really don't want to be the five. No, you don't want to be opposite. You don't want to be opposite Kyle Snyder in the semifinal. Well, and plus you get. I mean, and then you get the toughest quarterfinal match too. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be the four I mean, then for that matter then because you're going. No, be- I agree. Yeah, you want to be the four, or the five. He, he. And I think it's likely if if the the loser of of. Unless it's Medbury, it's weird because I think if Medbury loses to Neville's and wrestles back for third, which I think he clearly do, he's clearly the three. But if Neville's loses to Medbury and wrestles back for third, I don't think Neville's is clearly yeah, the three. I agree. I agree. Well, I think it'll help Neville's if Walls beats Casper this time. But Casper also has a recent loss to Ryan Solomon of Pitt. Right, but but my my logic is the. The committee might just be okay with keeping those two walls and Casper at four and five. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it may happen regardless. But I also like my thinking with, yeah. with Casper was if Casper w- beats Walls, I don't think Casper's jumping Neville's with a loss to Solomon on his record and the loss to 
Wisconsin's backup, even though he got stuck. I mean, it was a bit fluky. I mean, that doesn't get erased. Right. It still happens. As we said earlier, like the match still happened. Even if something is a fluke, it's still like that still counts. So I, I don't see – it'd be very tough to see Casper jumping – Casper jumping um, Neville's, unless Neville's somehow doesn't so are, we, are, are we coming to the consensus that as long as Nick takes third at Big Tens, he's, he's going to – He's getting the three seeds. Is that the consensus we're coming to? Possibly. I mean, Walls could jump. It wouldn't be obscene to, to see Walls jump him, I don't think. No, I agree, yeah. I, yeah. I don't Dance. know. I, if, if he does go down into the Conties, he needs to wrestle well in the Conties. I mean, yeah, he needs to take third, but he needs get to back take to third, third and wrestle well. But I also think it's more like, but, but, like it's, easy, it's easier to win well one too. match in a semifinal. Not easy, but easier yeah. than than having to beat like two of those guys. Yeah, I I'm I'm pretty bearish on his chances to beat Medbury. I'm, I'm not very optimistic. Really? Now I'm getting worried. Yeah. Ah, uh, see, I, I I think it's probably like 40, 60, 40. I don't think Neville's as. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a toss up. I mean, I think it, no, it's worse than a toss up for Neville's. Not particularly though. Forty sixty isn't a toss up. Like, I don't. I think Neville's was wrestling better a month and a half ago than he is now. Yeah, um, um. and I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, who knows? Neville's could be worn down from the season that he just had. I mean, they're not off. They're wrestling every day hard, but for two I mean, weeks to, you know, to get, I mean, get your body right. Yeah, right. So I mean, it could be that could just be that. That's an absolute. You know, that, that, that's that's an absolute possibility, um, but. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd pick Medbury to win. I would pick Medbury, but it wouldn't blow me away if Neville's won. Like, I wouldn't be all that surprised at all. I mean, he led late in that yeah. match and just wrestled. I mean, Snipes, Neville's, or not Neville's, Medbury went and got it. Which, like, obviously wasn't a mistake. Yeah. I don't even think it was a mistake on, on Neville's. I think Medbury went and got it. But, like, I thought Med, or Neville's kind of at least put up more of a fight on that final takedown. Um, and I think yeah. he'd probably tell you the same thing. I don't know. I I don't think... Any thoughts on potential quarterfinal of Neville's and Brooks Black? Like, I, I think that... I think it's going to be a very boring for Penn State. 5 nothing yeah. type of 5-1... I don't, I don't think it's the best draw for Penn State in that situation. Not that I think that was going to lose to him, but in terms of like getting bonus points, like for a couple of reasons, a like Black Black slows the match down so much, and then B Black is so huge that like you don't really want to be rolling around with no, a guy that big. You can't hurt him. Well, you can't right. if you're like and, and, yeah, two guys. So I mean, it could be tough to get bonus, which I kind of I kind of want bonus. Yeah, I would just like to um, say how nice it is that Adam Kuhn decided that he was just going to hang out this year. And not wrestle for Michigan. Oh, that's, yeah. I'm a big Adam Kuhn fan. Because we could be looking at... Gone. Yeah, the man. We could be looking at, like, Snyder, Kuhn, Medbury, Nevels. Yeah, that'd be... Oof. That'd be crazy. Um, but, yeah, so that is there. I, I, I wonder the last time that Iowa didn't have a seated heavyweight. Or 
I guess Minnesota does. But I was going to say, Iowa does not have a seated heavyweight. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think had Stoll been healthy, he would have been... Yeah, Stoll, yes, sure, here, but, but... But... Yeah. It's probably been a while. Yeah. Um, but So that's all the weights here. So um, th- this podcast has turned into quite a monstrosity. I tried to get Clay to break it up into two parts, but he... he uh, he he uh, lobbied against it, so that's fine. But the pause button um, is your friend, guys. The what? The pause button is your friend. Oh, pause button. Yeah. Um, I Clay, what's your outlook here on the team scoring? Um, I think I think it's a story that's happening. Talked about that. Th- that this could actually be pretty close. Yeah, I think um, I mentioned either on Twitter or on the message boards like. This could be closer than the NCAA tournament, depending on what happens. One, obviously, well, if, Sur- if Suriano, yeah, if Suriano doesn't go now and then does go to NCAA's, like obviously that changes things. But there's more upside for guys from Iowa and Ohio State in, in this tournament than there will be at the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, well, because I mean the way this, I mean, there's less wrestlers. Like it's easy, it's easier to get placement points. So like things are more bunched together. Like, like you don't have like Zane or Zane and Jason aren't worth as much here as they will be. Yeah, and I think early round bonus is, is easier to get in the, in the Big Ten tournament because the yeah. wrestlers aren't as quality as they are when you get to the NCAA. Yeah, so um, I, I I think this could be close. I mean, I'm definitely put Penn State as the favorite, but I mean, like Nick, like I mean, let's say Nick's scoring zero points. Let's say we're getting zero at one thirty three. I mean, yeah, we're, you're kind of. I mean. You know, I think Iowa and Ohio really, State would have to really wrestle kind of over their heads to, to make it all that close. I just don't think they're I th- I mean, they're lacking depth, especially with Stoll out for Iowa and no and no Keyshawn Hayes. Um, Jake Ryan, you're getting nothing. Sixty five, you're getting nothing for Ohio State. Sixty five, you're getting nothing for Iowa. And they don't have the upside. Any thought? I mean, I, any thoughts on Nebraska? They're going to be solid and still finish fourth. You think so? Definitely. I mean, because. I mean, they're going to score. They're going to score every way, yeah, except for like sixty-five. I mean, he's seated seventh. I mean, maybe, maybe not Michael Barnes. What? What? I guess one forty-nine. They're not seated. I mean, they're they're probably the team most likely to send all ten, right? You have, you have to think. Yeah, probably. I think, I think it's it's very possible. Um, I just I don't see I think Penn State wins again pretty comfortably. I just don't think that there's enough bullets in the chamber for uh, for other teams to be able to cop, to be able to capitalize. And listen, who knows? I mean, Suriata might come out and be fine and we get 15 points from. I mean, we really don't know. In which case it's really not going to be close. No, yeah, it won't be close then. Um yeah, I mean, at this, I mean, it seems pretty locked. Stone Penn is going to send nine to St. Louis. Barring injuries, regardless of what happens, so I don't think there's anyone that wouldn't get a wild card bid on the, the other than what one thirty three. Who? Um, Which team? It's safe to say, Penn State, our team. Okay, so, yeah, they'll send they'll send nine regardless. Yeah, um, didn't Rutgers send? I mean, not that it's like super rare. Like, didn't Rutgers send all ten last yes, year? Yes, they did. That's crazy. That's a, I mean, good job, Rutgers. It's like. Like sending all ten, like that's impressive. Like that's not. When's the last time Penn State sent all ten? Like it's that, that, been a while. I don't know that. Yeah, but uh, it's a good job by Scott Goodale over there and the coaching staff over at Rutgers. And like, I mean, Oklahoma State's going to send all ten. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's this weekend. 
Uh, I think that starts at 10 or 11-ish Saturday. I believe 11 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m. Is, is Eastern time. This is the start to the first session. Okay, I can find out. But, yeah, I'll find out before we get on the podcast. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but I know the, the first couple sessions is only on BTM+. Plus. Though, honestly, I would just, I don't know. I don't want to tell people to spend their money, but... Yeah, spend would, the, if you're going to watch, like, yeah, it's worth it. I think yeah. of all, I mean, of all the wrestling coverage out there, I think BTN's tournament coverage is probably the best. If you sat through, if you like, if you sat through this hour forty five minute podcast, like you're pretty dedicated by the like, by the stream, yeah, like by Big Ten Plus, BTN Plus, like it's it's easy to cancel because you just cancel it from ten a.m. Eastern, store. ten a.m. So. Eastern for the, for the first session. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, that's... But if you don't want to buy it, of course, Jeff Byers will be on the radio, which actually is kind of a really fun way to listen to a tournament, I must say. Or, is, or, or... Jeff Byers on the radio. You can head over to BlackShoeDiaries.com and join us for the open thread, which uh, BSCAF, I think, is going to be running. Oh, yeah, the, the open threads. Uh, but then I was going to get the point that on Sunday, the finals will be on regular BTN uh, at 3 p.m., um, and hopefully, I mean, there, there's a chance we can see a lot of Penn State guys in the finals. So hopefully that'll be that'll go well. Yep. Tune in. Root for our guys. Watch Penn State win the Big Ten title. And uh, hopefully hopefully, ho- hopefully Nick, Nick Suriano's ankle holds up. Yeah, hopefully it's good. I mean, hopefully just nothing goes bad with, with Nick. Um, Clay, we are over the hour and 45 minute mark of this podcast. Um, any regrets on not splitting this up into two? No, but I uh, I feel like we should if, if I could give away anything to to our listeners, which sorry guys, it's not going to happen. If you listen this whole way, I would get, I would give something away to you. Appreciate it. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. But I I think we kept people engaged uh, pretty well. But uh, yeah, I, I do know what the plan is right now is to split the NCA preview up into two um, shows as of right now. And we we have some things in the works on that. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, so stay in touch with the uh, with the um, the BSD stuff over the weekend. Uh, enjoy a great weekend of wrestling. Play. You got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Uh, well, for 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 Clay, I'm, I'm Garrett, and uh, that's it for this week. Uh, see y'all next week. Peace out.